The Fake Show is brought to you by Threads of Envy, the law firm of Hutchison and Stefan, the Craft House Brewery, the Tone Factory Recording Studio, Moonshot.com T-shirt designs, and by Mr. Antenna. Now your host, Jim Tofty. Timothy B. Schmidt has maintained an iconic presence in the music world since the 70s. The veteran bassist, vocalist, songwriter, and guitarist has been a member of POCO, and then the Eagles since 1977, winning three Grammys and being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with that band. Schmidt has also worked with other major artists, including Crosby, Stills & Nash, Steely Dan, Ringo Starr's All-Star Band, and many, many more. And now, while in the midst of the latest Eagles tour, Schmidt has a brand new solo project to talk about, and I've got him on the line right now from California. Timothy, good morning to you. We're, look, we're looking forward to seeing you here in Vegas. Congratulations on your new album, Day by Day. It's fantastic. Thank you. I like what you said recently that it's really the third in a trilogy because you took the time and wrote everything yourself. Yeah, in my last three albums, including this new one, have been self-penned. Uh, my other album, previous to that, I did I, I did some you know solo writing, but I did a lot of collaboration, and I wasn't I wasn't always happy with. Uh, you know everything, so I decided to, I, to pursue happiness. <laughs> and even though it's a lot of work, and even though it is a lot of work uh, to do this stuff yourself, uh, I've, I'm starting to get better at it. Even though I'm, a, a, you know, I'm older, I, I actually feel an excitement about writing. I feel like I'm getting better at it, and it's more satisfying. It's a great creative outlet. Um, I like to work, and it is work sometimes. Uh, it doesn't always just flow out, and uh, so I'm, you know, happy to do it. I'm going to keep doing it as long as I can. You sound to me like a guy that I talked to a while ago, Jerry Beckley from America, who said the same thing. And he's a very prolific writer like yourself. But he says, "Yeah, it's a lot of work, but I do it all the time." Yeah, that's right. It's it's a uh, it's a uh, it's, it's a thing. It sounds it sounds like Jerry loves the process as well. Yeah, one of my favorite new songs of yours is Grinding Stone, where you're joined by Jackson Brown and John Fogarty. Did you think to yourself, well, these two guys could probably really help bring this to life. I'm going to give them a call. Exactly. Um, I, I, I had put down some guide vocals myself, where I was doing all the parts on the choruses, and I, it, it just, I just I wanted different textures. So I, I put out, you know, I called them up and if they wanted to try and help, and they both did, and um, it was actually they sang at, actually at separate times, but each time they were uh, they came aiming to please, let's say, and uh, <laughs> and uh, that that's how that worked, and it was really great to have them come and you know each of them spend an afternoon you know with them and having a little lunch together and then going back and working some more. It's great. Uh, there are some musicians like Brian Wilson who can hear all the parts. Are you the same way? Do do harmonies just come easy to you? Well, I, I'm not going to compare myself to him, but yes, right. Do <laughs> I've always no? I'm not. Listen, he's on another level. But where I think we do uh, have similarities is, is exactly that. Um, 
I, I've always been able to hear harmony and kind of hear it in my head. And I, 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 it's easy for me to, to know where to go with each note. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of a natural thing, and I'm, uh, it's done me pretty well. It sure has. I know that you love playing with the Eagles, but it must also be super exciting for you to do solo gigs when it's a small venue and the spotlight is on you. Um, yeah, um, it's actually so much different, and it's actually a little more intimidating. Yeah, uh, because you, because I'm in smaller venues, and um, and 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 the focus is is on me. Uh, and it's a little, it's a little more. I didn't start doing it till I was sixty. I never played a solo show till I was sixty. Right. And uh, it was, it was, there was a, there was a scary element to it, and there still is. And that's, that's kind of part of what I like too. It's like, okay, you know, let's, let's go do this and see what happens. And, and I really enjoy it. I'm, and I surround myself with really great people and great talent. And so I hope to do that again. I just wait. I should find out pretty soon whether uh, the band's going to do anything else this year. If not, I, I will, I'll go do some. By the way, your ver- your version, and this is uh, completely separate from what you uh, have going now, but your version of the Beach Boys' Caroline No is just stellar. I love that song. Oh, thank you very much. That was such a thrill. I mean, uh, when I was still in high school, I was a big fan of theirs, and I remember coming and seeing them at the Sacramento Memorial Auditorium because they were gonna they were gonna record a live album. You know, I, I never dreamed that I would, you know, you know, be in the same room as any of them, let alone sing with them. Because part of that, the, the great thrill of that was not only singing a lead part on a great song, but I got to sing backgrounds with those guys too. So. That was pretty great. Thanks. Yeah, your voice is just uh, perfect for that. Now, this is going back a few years, but you were a promising young gymnast in high school? Oh, wow. You've done your homework. <laughs> um, I don't know about promising, but that was my sport, yeah. And the high school I went to in Sacramento was the only, only uh, at the time, the only school that had a gymnastic program. So we would, and we had this great coach, and we used to, um, we used to go play you know, have meets against colleges and often beat them. It was, uh, wow. you know, that was a fun thing. But yeah, not many, too many people know that. <laughs> so when did you take a kind of a left turn and start playing in bands? Well, back then I was doing both. I mean, right. I started strumming guitars and, and, uh, singing folk songs and really early for probably pre, probably late grade school, middle school now. Um, and uh, we did. I, I found friends who who were interested as well in doing that. We would start learning together, learning how to play, and we eventually got electric instruments and uh, found a drummer, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It was just uh, something that came naturally and was a lot of fun, which is the reason why anybody ever gets into this anyway. Uh, you might not believe this, Tim, but I've actually got a forty-five. It's pretty beat up at this point. Of your first band, The New Breed. The song is Green Eyed Woman. Wow. I, I loved that. I picked it up in a in a used record store a few years ago. Oh, that's amazing. That was a long time ago. That was that was nineteen I think that was released in nineteen sixty six. I mean we were very young 
and it actually was a, a, a local hit in, San, in uh, Sacramento, and it actually was top 40 in San Francisco. We were pretty thrilled. By the way, you play on a lot of other people's albums, like Steely Dan. You play on Fire Lake with Bob Seger, Don Felder's Heavy Metal, Crosby, Stills, Nash, Southern Cross, to name a few. When did you kind of become the go-to session guy on other people's records? Well, actually, um, I I would just tell people, because I loved to, to do it, and I would, it came natural to me. Uh, I remember meeting Gary Katz, um, right. the dance producer up at the record label, and uh, a friend of mine who worked there introduced me, and I, I basically said, after I met him, I said, if you, could get, if you on any of your projects need need some singing, I'm available. And so I let a few people know because it was just it wasn't that I was that I needed to do it or that or that it was like imperative that I do this. It was just a casual thing and people started trying trying me out and it, it stuck, you know. Um, like I, I I ended up singing on three Steely Dan albums and, yeah. and a lot of other things. It was really just kind of word of mouth I think. I had to be told by a friend, you know, make sure you get paid. I said, I don't care. I love doing it. Your reputation as a nice guy precedes you, I guess. <laughs> Timothy's latest solo album, Day by Day, is now on Amazon, iTunes, and at uh, timothybschmidt.com. Thanks so much for joining me. Good luck with the rest of the Eagles tour, and we'll see you here in Las Vegas. Hey, thanks for having me. Right. Fun to hear about Schmidt's earlier days while he was still in school and his earlier bands. That does it for this episode of the Fake Show Podcast. I'm Jim Tofty. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next time. Listen to The Fake Show anywhere on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com. <laughs>